Ratchet Sound. Championship round edition of let me say NFL live from the nosebleeds. Hold up. Oh, nice and slow burn today. For like the I wouldn't even say consecutive week, but you know, just like times or whatever outside of purgatory. You know, I can't say Austin was goody, but in replacement, Jack was goody. Yo, what up? You know, uh, I'm just that was more energy than Austin's brought in like two years. <laughs> well, he, he brings the energy, but it's like, you know, when the cowgirls are like being talked about, which that's that's a funny story about that later on. And also on the other end, Hunter D. Marketo and the D stands for um, Deshaun Watson. Dropping hot ass shit, as uh, Zach Beasley said. Go follow the voice Twitch. Uh, uh, um, in uh, today's edition of What Made Me Suicidal, uh, apparently oh, the Eagles are very serious about uh, Josh McDaniels. I did hear that. So that's depressing. Mm. But I do need you to watch out because if, if, if it does end up being Josh McDaniels, um, I'm going to need a custom Panthers jersey and maybe a couple of <laughs> Well, look, we, we can literally speak on that. Like, don't know. Give me two more seconds. Uh, remember, guys, like always, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. Links and everything in the description and the bios below. You know, more, more, more content for your head top. Um, dropped a little bit of a late edition uh, from the roots to the top. Me and the homie Don Juan. You already know that was in the, you know, everything that you download this at. Yesterday, today you got NFL. Tomorrow, another episode. Summertime Gamer. Shout out to Heart, the homie Carson. You know, all things Twitch. Go follow him at Carson's Daily. You know, that'll be a dope episode. Make sure to check that. And in and off the week, more wrestling content on the way to the Royal Rumble 2021 edition. Will they have fans? I doubt it. But they're in Florida. Keto, what would be worse if the Eagles hired Josh McDaniels or if they hired Josh McDaniels and he pulled a Colts on y'all? Signing him. Um, <laughs> I, I told I told. I could only um, wish that he would do to us what he did to the Colts. <laughs> I, I told bro, he's like had too many opportunities but hasn't taken the job. So either he's waiting for like the most perfect situation and or they don't told him some shit in New England. Like, hey, Belichick's not going to be here forever. Well, this is your like, gig. It's like I said, it's like I said, I think maybe last week or the week before. At the end of the day, he is to blame for the Eagles being where they are now because he was supposed to take the Colts job. He declined Dang. it on the very last day. They settled for Frank Reich. And Frank Reich was the mastermind behind the Eagles, I think, uh, the year they won the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I'll never forgive him. Um, hey. I hope he gets a side chick pregnant. 
Oh, uh, oh. So you damn, no, it's a D Wade on that, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. Speaking of D Wade, can we talk about that Instagram photo? Do I need to go look? You need to go look. Okay, um, I'm looking right now. Um, yeah. Before we get into NFL talk, it made me extremely uncomfortable. Uh, I'm scared now because. And it was definitely a weird flex. Wait, was it? We talking about the one with him and Gabrielle? Or oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it says birthday behavior. Twenty nine already looking up. Eye emojis. You know. Three heart emojis. Black you heart know today. This man got his ass ate. That's the weirdest thing about that photo is looking at it, knowing that man's booty is wet with saliva. I mean, somebody said it best. Like, you just don't lean into it. You kind of got to let their tongue go back there. Okay. Not not me. I'm cool. Uh, it actually was just you. <laughs> if I recall correctly. <laughs> Bro, we I all hear things. It. What do you mean? I just heard it from you. I like how Kato gets on the podcast next. Different and everything. It's all good. It's 2020. If you're into rimming, you know, whatever. It's 2021, 2021. sir. Excuse me. Sorry. We're not going back in time. I guess just rimming is more acceptable then. I don't know. Um, I guess we'll this be is how we're starting. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, shit. We, we already here. Like New before year, we get into any uh, playoff games. Um, do we got <laughs> any more news that we care about? Um, gosh. I would say, like, I don't even care, like, low-key, until actual factual news about Deshaun happens, like, I, we're going to hear everything in the world, so I don't care, I was about honestly. To say, I was about to say, outside of, like, the playoff news, um, I, so far, my favorite coaching hire is definitely um, Robert Saleh, <laughs> who went to the Jets. He was the 49ers defensive coordinator. Um, and then it looked like the Eagles wanted Brendan Staley, but he went to, I think he went to the Chargers. He was the Rams defensive coordinator. <laughs> That's correct. Is, is is that why I saw the meme when somebody had somebody in like a Jets jersey? And it's like, oh, when you finally get a coach and they were like celebrating? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, damn, slander. Because he's actually like, it, he's highly regarded. Even, and you, you know, Richard Sherman, he's, he's, yeah. he's. Basically, the Joanne the Scammer of the NFL. Get out of here, sir. Go ahead. He uh, he said he wasn't even petty about it. He said, shout out to Jets Nation because they actually have a coach coming in. Wow. The highest praise. I'm about to say that's got to be the highest praise. Not necessarily because he's the GOAT, but because he's Richard Sherman. <laughs> and speaking of Richard Sherman, seven years ago today, when you put a sorry-ass receiver like Crabtree on me, that's the result you go and get. You, you gotta, you gotta put some bass in your voice. Crabtree, don't you ever talk about me. <laughs> I remember watching that, thinking this is peak NFL. Oh man, I was, I like, I remember watching it, being like, damn, I wish Celebrity Deathmatch would come back. That's what I was feeling. Yeah, you've lost me, King. <laughs> M- MTV. Wait, 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 wait. Are you too, are you too young for a Celebrity Deathmatch? No, I'm not too young. I just... Okay. Yeah. I, you got to make sure, bro. Shout out to homie Jamar or whatever. I just saw on um, Twitter a while ago. He said, yeah, I didn't know under 25 crowd was out here standing for Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Bro. Shark Boy <laughs> and Lava Girl is that heat now. I've never seen it. Wow. I've never seen it. Jack? 
Um, I agree with both of those coaching hires. I mean, Salah. <laughs> has been, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to talk about. Dude, I'm older than both of you. I'm not. I can't talk about that. Well, um, had you have you seen it though? That's the question. No. Okay. Well, boom. Prove look. Prove my point. Yeah. If you've come for NFL content, please skip to minute. Minute twenty of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not really. we ain't gonna say that long. Um, Jack, what were you saying, man? We already sixteen minutes in. Yeah, well, mm. and then <sighs> we got us off topic. I agree with the coaching hires. Salah's been in on the radar for a while. Um, him with the Jets, I could see that working. Um, who knows what's gonna happen with their quarterback situation? Um, I think the. Chargers hire, if their defense could ever get healthy, would definitely be a good hire for them. Um, I think the one news I saw about Deshaun um, today was he commented to some reporter, if now, I don't remember the GM's name, but if the GM would fire the GM, he would come back. Oh, okay. Or was it the owner? I can't remember now. Still, kind of a brutal statement. Deshaun is so leaving. Oh, yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah. In the words, 21 Savage, it, yeah, it's a. So, um, as far as these games that happen this, um, this weekend, I'm gonna keep it 5,000 with y'all. I saw a little, I saw a little bit of both Saturday games, but I was locked in on the Sunday ones. I 100% agree. I missed more of Saturday. I saw more of Sunday, but I I definitely saw more of Ravens Bills than Rams Packers. Ketto, anything before we get to Rams Packers? Uh, no. Let's get let's get to Rams Packers. All right. So with that one, of course, you know nobody was crazy enough to pick uh, Los Angeles, so we all got it correct. Yeah. Cause- Austin wasn't in. <laughs> well, he still gave me his picks. Right, but he was in. If he was in here, he would have been, you know, putting on clout. But people are like, I don't know, man. Well, actually, you know, Jalen Ramsey. Since, since he has laundry duty in the yard from five to seven, he didn't want to speak all. Wow. Wow. I'm gonna spit my drink, the Lord. Mm. <laughs> um. Yeah, this this game, thirty two eighteen, the Packers. I'm trying to make it exciting, you know, besides like the weather in Green Bay looked freezing. I mean, you can make it you can try to make it exciting all you want. At the end of the day, this was a boring ass fucking game. I mean, it was dreadful. Yeah, Devontae yeah. Adams and Aaron Rodgers did Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers thing against the number one defense in the NFL, but mm-hmm. it was still a very boring game. Yeah, Aaron Donald was a little hobbled. Yeah. I just want to um, mention that for Rams fans. You know, shout out to homie Jalen. He hit me and said as soon as he found out that uh, Donald was hurt, he said, I ain't watching the game. And I, I respected, uh, you know, I respected that. The stats from the Rams side actually don't look terrible outside of the four sacks on Goff. But, um. You know, after the wild card round, I thought Acres would uh, go off a little bit more. I don't actually know how, you know, dominant the Packers run defense is, but um, <laughs> you know, averaged uh five five yards a carry. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like uh, defense wins championships is one hundred and ten percent true, 
But if your defense is at least top 20 and you have Aaron Rodgers on the other side, you're going to be okay. Yeah. Nine times out of 10. That's true, though. Like, sometimes it's hard to believe that Aaron Rodgers has only won one Super Bowl. Yeah. What's concerning when you watch the Packers play, or if you're the defense playing against the Packers, is how much he's smiling. <laughs> I, I think one of the things I, I heard about this is kind of like, you know, when you're playing against someone who is just like way above your skill level, maybe in like a pickup game, something like that, yeah. and you, you're working your ass off, <laughs> and they look like they're barely trying and whooping your ass. And you're kind of, you kind of just want to be like, you know, could you like at least respect the fact that I'm trying really hard and they just kind of smile at you? You're in trouble. Oh, yeah. Now, <clears throat> over or under, over or under two and a half years? Um, Give me does, over. D- does, does Matt LaFleur get fired after Aaron Rodgers retires? Oh, <laughs> damn. So you're calling LaFleur out. Oh, yeah. Um, explain to us and the people. Okay, re- real question how about this. I'll, I'll say it in Mook and Keto terms and everything, and then they'll get it. So you remember that one time when I asked, because I really wasn't super familiar with it yet, I was like, yo, is it baby or is it gonna? You said it's all baby. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, then the, and then 2020 proved it. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. okay. But in, in this case, in this case, it's all baby and Lil Durk. <laughs> so is is Lil Durk Devontae Adams? Yeah. Uh-huh. You got it. <laughs> Look, Mike McCarthy, it, it's it's like anything else, okay? There's a reason Andy Reid had to leave Philadelphia, which shout out him. Uh uh-uh. uh. But there's a reason why Andy Reid had to leave Philadelphia because after a while things get stale. You need to bring in something fresh, you have to bring in something new. Mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy's game, look, he wasn't really feeling it. Packers weren't feeling him. Yeah, he got fired, but everyone knows it was kind of mutual. You know, they but neither party was happy with the current situation. So, yeah. Okay. If I'm a young guy, if I'm a real young guy, and I get offered a job by a team that has a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback and a first ballot Hall of Fame wide receiver, why would I take it and be like, yeah, I, I did this. I built this. No, you didn't. You didn't do any of that. You are I being mean, prop, you are being propped up by Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. In his defense, could, that's a great job. Huh? I say in his defense, that's a great job. And also running back by committee on top of Aaron Jones just being, you know, nasty is like yeah, absurd. Exactly. That, and that's what I'm saying. Another like, one. He he walked into he he walked into this job, and and I'm I don't want to you know he's still an NFL coach and he's gotten to where he's gotten by by being a, a, at least a halfway decent coach you know wherever he's been wasn't he with the Titans before the Packers? Mm, he was with the he was the Rams offensive coordinator. That's right, yeah. So you know at the end of the day, something about his qualifications had to have put him put him where he's at today, but. You had Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams fall in your fucking lap. <laughs> so I don't want to hear, you know, I, I I hear about my turn, but I never hear about Warner. That's all I'm going to say. 
Um, <laughs> I, I I can comment on that a little bit. Um, yeah. I, I think he was definitely a product of the McVay tree, which is crazy how fast that whole thing happened. Um, the signature play of the game, which I actually did watch with the homie Calvin, shout out, who was, knows nothing about football, but I was trying to explain this play to him after it happened. Um, that goal line play where they brought Devontae in motion to the left and then sprinted them back to the right while Ramsey tried to catch up, trying to get back through his defenders causing enough separation and enough confusion on the corner side of it where Ramsey got upset afterwards that he wanted the outside corner on that side after the motion happened coming back to the right to step down on him, giving Devontae enough space there. I mean, that's a good play call. Um, that's how you get your best two guys involved. At least Lafleur's doing enough there to get those guys doing what they do best. And then the balls of Devontae Adams to go to the opposite sideline before the game just to tell Jalen Ramsey, hey, I'm not none of these other guys you've been defending all season. Just want uh. to know that. <laughs> well, if you're the best receiver in the NFL, which I think Devontae Adams is, you know, balls at is least, one it, thing it's, and it's confidence is another. Debatable. It's it's debatable, but... Yeah, it's I, debatable. I, yeah. He's not no J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, but he's pretty good. <laughs> I, I, I was going to ask, are you going to mention the fact that, you know, y'all could have had Devontae Adams? Oh, yeah. Easy. Easy, bro. Passed on Devontae Adams, D.K. Metcalf, Justin mm. Jefferson. Mm. Bro, like... God. The last thing I'll say about the the argument you just made is when it comes to stagnate stagnation, when it comes to head coaches, um, I felt like that happened with the giants and I felt like I was of the same attitude. Like it was time to move on from Coughlin just because things started getting kind of slow mm-hmm. and you know, there's only so much you can do with the coaches. That's that old has these crazy expectations where you set the clocks five minutes fast and you're still late. If you're not five minutes earlier, whatever the fuck that is. See but, my, uh, my my okay. thought process was that um, Deshaun Jackson had made him break all of his clipboards, and he didn't have any clipboards left. So he <laughs> kind of was forced to retire. No, uh, I think the fans chased him out as much as anyone else, as as well as our piece of shit GM, who at the time then and that, and, and and New York fans chasing someone out that says a lot. I mean, look at James Dolan, like he's still there. Mm. They have so the team. And God knows how long. So yeah, but it's one thing to chase out a coach. This year they actually look good. It's one thing to chase out a coach. It's a whole other thing to chase out an owner. Yeah, but an owner like James Dolan. (laughs) Wait, he sucked for a long time. (laughs) I will still not get over my man over like just sell the team. Um. The the point of that on my part was that um I kind of felt the same way and then the Giants have not recovered since so um you know, oh yeah. yeah well look and, and that's and and that's something that I, I worried about was you know I was always of the the Eagles got very lucky where you know sometimes it takes multiple coaches over the span of you know three to five to ten years. 20 if you're Cleveland, um, to find someone that gives momentum, right? And yeah. so 
the Eagles were lucky after Andy Reid left, really only had to go through Chip Kelly, and that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Doug Peterson came in. He was the second coach. He came in, and, you know, by year two they had a Super Bowl, which was Frank Reich, but still, like, obviously he had some part in it. But that, that's my biggest worry is you look at Dallas. Mike McCarthy's there. You look, mm-hmm. at, uh, you look at Washington. Ron Rivera's there. Look at New York. Joe Judge is there. So now I really think it was a matter of the owner kind of saying, hey, everyone in the division is moving forward, and we have all this talent on this team, and you're mm-hmm. not able to do anything with it. You know, and so, I, and so you know, there, there's just those years where there's just an influx of young coaches and Matt LaFleur was just he, he was in one of those years and inherited a phenomenal fucking system, a phenomenal system and a, a, a phenomenal personnel, like 100 percent. Plus ownership, let's just be honest, was looking for someone that Aaron could make his bitch boy. And they found that in Matt LaFleur. That's just it's just what it is. I'm not going to disagree with that because I can't speak to the whole situation, but I do think one of the things that we overlook as football fans and to what you're speaking about with the Eagles with like, you know, Doug Peterson came in and they won a Super Bowl, but the staff was really important and crucial to that, especially when it comes to Frank Reich. I think we as fans overlook the rest of the coaching staff to an extent when it comes to the success of the team as a whole. Oh, 100%. Jay. Yeah. I only have one last question so we can get off of this um, godforsaken game. Yeah. You know, because I feel like it's bringing my energy down. Um, is this um, Jared Goss' last snap as the Rams QB? No, absolutely not. Jack? I don't think so either, but I do think McVay is thinking about it pretty heavily. I'm going to say Jack, but like what, what he said, but like a little bit more negative, like. When he would have rather have started my, my, uh, Wolford? My God. He the only reason like, He would have rather started Wolford over uh, uh, Jared Goff with a broken thumb. I'll, I mean, I'll say that much. Um, true. Uh, and so the thing is, there's a lot of experience things that when it comes to when it comes to coaches, right? So, in my opinion. And, of course, it's just my opinion. But in my opinion, Sean McVay's a young coach. They drafted golf in his, his, his first year, his first tenure. Um, you know, the start of his tenure, rather. And I don't think he really has the balls right now to be like, dude, you're gone. You know what I'm saying? Because all it's going to take is a little bit of, of Jared to go, but I beat the Seahawks, and he's like, oh, well, you know, you're right. Well, we'll keep it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. no, I, 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 don't, I don't necessarily think, yeah, he has little man syndrome, but I don't think he has the, the guts to make that call. It would, uh, it would be a condemnation on him selecting him when he became the head coach to then get rid of him as quickly as it would. Yeah. But the the last thing I'll say there then is um the only reason I picked the Rams last round in the wild card was because Wolford looked decent in week seventeen and um I was picking to think he was gonna start that game. Goff did finish it out, but he mostly handed the ball off. So yeah. Yeah. Plus, I, mean, I, don't, I don't mind the Rams being mediocre because it, it does help prove a lot of my points. Like going back to the whole well, how important is coaching? Well, I mean, 
Sean McVay coaches Jared Goff to 300 plus yards and three touchdowns a game sometimes, like, you know, but at, at, at the end of the day, I, I, they don't get rid of him. I don't think so. Okay. Unless it's for Nathan Peterman. <laughs> and that's he the just, perfect segue. He just had, he just fucking had to. Okay. The next game in which all of us, but Jack got correct. The Bills beat the Ravens. Griselda. Griselda. I did say you want to go first. I can, yeah. Um, I wanted to pick an upset that I thought made sense, and I that's why I picked the Ravens. Um, I was rooting for the Bills. I like the Bills a lot. I would say the most tragic thing that turned the game on its head that they could never recover from was the 100-yard interception return. That was, that was brutal. Oh my God, that was beautiful. Jesus Christ. It I was, was beautiful. I was in my it, by this point. It was beautiful, but it was brutal. And as I watched it happen, I was like, well, game's over. And that was the third quarter. Yeah, I mean, Huntley looked good for the snaps that he was in. But, you know, again, this is, this is a lot of stuff where it's, but well, this is a game where there was a lot of factors that you don't normally see in play that were in play. Lamar said himself he's never played in snow, which it wasn't snowing, but it had just snowed late earlier that afternoon. Oh, yeah, it was um, everywhere. It, huh? I say it was everywhere on the sideline and shit. Hell, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it snowed. It was cold as hell, which, yeah, you play in Baltimore, but you're not used to playing in Baltimore in late January. That's for damn sure. So, um, you know, it's it, it's a new environment for him. I mean, 100%. And so I think, um, you know, Lamar Jackson's just another quarterback who, you know, this is going to help his playoff experience. Overall, the Bills were a better team. Yeah. Um, They were a better team going into it, and I think they were were definitely the better team leaving. But, um, yeah, I just think um, overall it was a good game. I think – I think most people picked the Bills knowing the Bills were going to win. But it's just because they play tough, dude. Like, they're a scrappy-ass team. And I've said that since last year. And even before last year, I, you know, I've, I've said it to me tons of times. And, um, they, they have a real shot this year, man. And that would be exciting. That would be so fucking exciting. <laughs> oh, trust. Can't wait to discuss that one. Um, uh, Lamar went out with a concussion, correct? Uh-huh. And and that was that was also I think he he went out back when I think the game was already determined for the most part. Um but uh shout out Bill's Mafia because they did that shit with his uh charity. Absolutely. That was cool. Um The Bills Lamar, fans have been really on point with that with, like when it came to Josh Allen earlier. Was uh-huh. was that this year or last year, whatever they donated so much yeah, money in this year. Did you see that? Yeah. Movie? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, shout out Bill's Mafia. When they're not jumping on tables, they're helping their fellow man. That or throwing their cool. kids through tables. Huh? <laughs> or throwing their kids through tables. Yes, that's correct. Um, you, you know how I feel about Ravens fans, so I'm, I'm not going to – I'll spare you the uh, – I'll spare you the pettiness, but better luck next year. I definitely don't hate you as much as I hate a lot of other teams. And their fan bases, but um, yeah, 
don't know. Okay, not, he hates, not, he hates every not, fan base that's not Philadelphia. You said what? I said, Loki, you hate every fan base that's not Philadelphia. And then you hate them some days. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I hate them right now. So. <laughs> Um, I would just say Stephon Diggs, eight catches, 106 yards, and a touchdown. Grown man doing grown man things. I don't know which one. Of, you know, Allen went there. 23 for 37, 206 yards, that one touchdown. And like we said, over that half one, his yards to Diggs or to Diggs too, which is impressive. They they have a huge connection. It just makes everything determined about like what we saw with Diggs last year. And that quarterback in Minnesota that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. I'm not I'm not gonna do the catchphrase. Who, but who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? Y- your fave. Carson Wentz don't play in Minnesota. Come on now. <laughs> he he who shall not be named. You know what I'm talking about. If he did, but, they'd be better, but <laughs> I knew this shit was over with when I think it was still the first quarter, Justin Tucker missed twice. I said, "Oh hell no, nah. bro!" I was that like, yeah, was this game over with. That's how I know we're living in a simulation, like low key. Black Mirror. Black Mirror, yeah. Like not that once, was... but twice. My God. But even going in Black Mirror, like SCO would have made those field goals. It. I really hope that this isn't like the downfall of Justin Tucker because he's been so good for so long. But that was rough, and and, the, and the wind was crazy in this game. Also, that's what I'm gonna blame it on, me personally. Yeah. Yeah, but, the wind was a, was a little crazy. I guess looking at it now, you know, I'm glad these were the Saturday games because the Sunday games, woo. Well, at least Sunday, one, one of them. You know, the other one, I was pretty interested in as well, you know. But you guys good on this game? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get a move on. All right, on to the next one. In I have which to tell we... you, though, low-key, this is by far my favorite time of the week. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, This next game, in which we all got correct, because the Chiefs, man. I don't even want to sit here and say they, you know, just it. It, it, it any game is going to be tough when you're starting quarterback or whatever. Literally, look like I mean, Keto, can I say it? No, go ahead. Can I say it when when my man was trying to walk away but then stumble? Like when that happened, I was like, oh no, what is what, what's going on? Well, now they're saying they don't think he has a concussion. They think he pinched a nerve. Okay, I like pinched a nerve better than got choked out. I'm like, sir, I watch wrestling. Like he didn't get choked out. I was waiting for the wrestling reference on that. You I'm knew it say, was coming. Like, old, old boy gets RKO'd on the field, and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> they're a little excited for the Royal Rumble um end of this month. Well, someone's got to be, I guess. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> all I'm gonna say is, hey, we can talk about Baker, and we can talk about, you know, of course, we all want Mahomes to come back and be healthy. You know, I saw Tyreek Hill with like a drop that almost hurt my soul, but we need to. I mean, I ain't gonna say we need to, but y'all out there, whatever, better put some respect on my guy, Chad Henney. Please tell you me knew, you saw Pat, You knew you saw when I tweet. saw the Michigan guy go in there. I said, he's about to save the day. Did you see Mahomes tweet after the game? No. Yes. This man tweeted, quote, hashtag anything is possible. Oh, fam, I was thinking, I was like, come on, you already knew. All Henny, straight shots. Yeah, I, um, 
You know, I love the Chiefs. I've said them since week one. Mainly, mainly because uh, I, you know, love me some Andy Reid, love me some Andy, good old, good old Andy. But um, other, other than other than the fact that you know, Andy Reid is the, the Chiefs became what was it the third, the only AFC team and the second NFL team in history to host the conference championship game three, three years, years in a row. Yeah. Yep. Only followed by the NFC, um, by the Eagles, also coached by Andy Reid. Um, and so I, I love it, love it for Andy and all that. But after so, the game, I kind of found myself feeling empty because it would have been nice to see the Browns do it. Yeah. Well, I everything... Can't, I, I can't lie. It would have been nice to see the Browns do it. The the way that everything went right for the Browns last week, everything went wrong for the Browns this week. Yeah, and but it, even then they had them on fourth and inches. Um, mm. It's just the Chiefs just ran a better play, and you know, I, I think one thing that got, I think one thing that got the uh, the Browns this week was experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where you know, Chiefs knew what to expect what to run, how to run it, you know, they were they were good to go. The Browns kind of looked like, hey, we got to do this, we got to do it now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But the Browns do have a very bright future. It's in a very difficult division. It is. As of, you know, as, as of this year and possibly next year with the Bengals and Joe Burrow and all that. Um, yep. They get him an offensive lineman that can be, that can be scary, but um, the Browns have a very bright future, and I'm I'm excited for it. I I want to talk about three plays from this game, and I'm going to do them in a certain order. I first of all, I appreciate the Henny hype from Darius. That interception was god awful. That's the first. Oh, oh that shit was so bad or whatever. I swear to God, I thought my I thought my man on the Browns was doing a route. <laughs> or, no, no, not even a route. Not even a route. It looked like he was back there for like um a punt. Yeah. He did as many. I was like, like they put the ball? I'm not gonna lie. I had the Henny height, and then that happened, and I pretended like it never happened. Yeah. But then but then it did happen. It's play number two. There's the, the fourth and inches. Um all right. I, we can we can all comment on this, but yes. you know, Romo, when they come to the line, is clearly saying they're not gonna run it, they're just gonna try to draw them off sides. And this is where the experience comes in, and this is what I never understood that more teams don't do, is actually have a play call ready, snap it before the end of the play clock, because uh-huh. then the defense is finally expecting it, and then running just an impossible route to cover by Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really good game plan. That's really good play calling, and that's Andy Reid. Yeah, I mean, look, you wait especially a situation like that where you're on what your own like 45. Yeah. You're on your own 45. Your defense has done pretty well. Yeah. You can, you can trust in your defense, but you wait until what one or two seconds left on the play clock to actually snap it. At, at, at the very least, you're going to have four or five people on the defense thinking that you're, you're not going to run a play. And in this instance, it was just enough. Well, it's like, you know, you're you're so trained as defensive lineman not to jump. If you let the play clock run all the way down, now they're ready again. But if you wait, if you don't wait too long, you catch them off guard like that, and that was yeah. a 
very impressive way to do it, and I don't understand why more teams don't do that more. On top of the balls to trust Chad Henney to make that throw, I mean, you know, he's a backup quarterback. That's that's impressive. Um, and then your bit. yeah, the 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 heartbreak play in this game was the Richard Higgins touchback. That was um, helmet to helmet, one hundred percent. I agree with that, um, but they'll never call that in there. Um, and no. What, what I would say on that too is that Richard lowered his helmet too, which just makes that a really hard call to make. Um, the pylon can coming through on that play too was amazing. And then the last thing I'll say about that specifically is I cannot believe how stupid the commentary coming out of that play was, was that they should change the touchback rule because of something like that, that happened in a playoff game. Yeah. Like, you know, that Richard Higgins knows himself and Kevin Stefanski came out after the game and said Richard knows that as much as we want him he didn't say all these words but as much as we want him to sell out on that he knows in that situation to go out of bounds like that's because that rule exists you don't want to risk turning the ball over and what would you do differently if you don't fumble through the end zone like what would the different play fucking ruling be like that's what it has to be right Yeah, maybe there's saying. not a whole lot of commentary there, but I, I don't know. I thought that was really dumb. Every show I watched the next day talked about how people were saying, like, oh, that's a really bad ruling. We should change that. Like, And then we'll get to the same situation we got in with the defensive pass interference reviews, and then exactly. we'll all complain about it for a fucking year, and they'll change it back. And then it's like, what the fuck are we even doing? Well, what I kind of liked about the whole defensive pass interference challenges is I think it was the NFL's way of saying, Okay, fine, we'll do it. I'll show you how shitty it is, and then you can shut up about it. A hundred percent agree. Really, since then, people haven't said anything about it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah there were yeah. some shitty calls, but they're like, uh, at least we're not able to challenge it. <laughs> like, to that point, too, like, yeah, fans, we'll give you what you want, and then you're going to hate it. Yeah. It's literally going to be be careful what you wish for. Yep. So I just hope the commentary on that dies down a little bit. You know, um, sometimes I do feel bad for Moot because when me and Jack are on, you just turn into Molly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just – I mean, as far as, like, this entire game just had me, which at one point or whatever, I think I, I think I jumped in the shower or something, and I had to go back and see, oh, what happened to Patrick? Because I'm like, you know, my guy's in the game, but, you know, like, what in the hell? I mean, that was a that was a dirty play, right? I mean, I know you want to tackle Mahomes, but you didn't have to do all that. I mean, I agree I, with you there. Yeah. I, I, I guess the one thing I would say too is I'm really curious about what the line's gonna be on this because it's so dependent on if he's gonna clear uh, concussion protocol or not. Which I think I saw some while ago where um They said he they said it was too early to tell. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it, it still is. I just, you know, like, sh- shout out Henny, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, sh- it, shout it, out Henny. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, Kenna. It, it, it made me, uh, like I said, it made me happy. I always felt like he got a really bad rap. You know, I, I always felt like he was... Um, I, you know, he was with Miami, yeah. and 
I think it wasn't until because we talk about quarterbacks who are one in the same. Ryan Tannehill is just another version of Chad Henney. Let's let's just be honest. They're they're both about the same height. They played the same. Tannehill kind of studied under you know Henny for a long time. Right. And so I think I think to an extent, people thought Miami's offense was stagnant because of Henny, and it wasn't until Tannehill came in that they were like, wait, maybe there's something else here that we're missing. <laughs> so. It, it was good. It, I think it, it was really good to kind of see him in this moment and, and do what he did. Um, now he he's not he's not playoff Nick Foles by any stretch. No, I mean I, like no if he if he's the starter like this coming up week. I mean I'm not a Chiefs fan, but if I am, I'm nervous as hell. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm borderline drinking. <laughs> uh, against the Bills, I think it, it, it'd be a good game. Even if they lose, I don't see Henny having a horrible game. I'm not – I'm not – because I'll be honest, I, I, I don't – history isn't in favor of the Chiefs in this instant. Defending Super Bowl champions back in the AFC Championship. History is not in the Chiefs' favor. I mean, really, the only team that has been successful um, – the only team that has been successful in this light and in this moment before would be the new England Patriots. Yeah. But you know, like I said, I I don't see, I don't know. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But I think no matter who plays, it's still going to be a good game because you still have Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And, and, and you still have Hardman and, those two are, are 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 guys that you say, hey, I need you to look forward and just run as fast as you can, and you just chuck it up. You basically pull Eli Manning in his in his in his last year with Odell. <laughs> just hey, <laughs> Odell's got to be down there somewhere and just chuck it up. And um, e- either way, you know, it's it 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 is what it is. As much of a playmaker as Mahomes is by himself, the only reason that Chad Henney makes me nervous is that he can't do all the things that Mahomes can that makes the Chiefs special, but he wouldn't be the backup quarterback for this team if Andy Reid didn't believe in him, and he proved that by calling that play. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you, I mean we, we all thought Andy Reid was dumb as fuck when they got rid of Alex Smith. Let's just be honest, because we were like, dude. You just drafted Mahomes. He's seen maybe 10 minutes of actual playing time, and that's not 10 in-game minutes. That's 10 TV minutes plus commercials. Yeah. Like, yeah. what are you doing? And then Mahomes came out that first year, and we're like, oh, that's what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Like, he's like, <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, I saw this shit in practice every day. Like, exactly. Yeah, I trust him. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and um, you know, Mahomes is going to do Mahomes things. And sure, that's not going to be in any skill set, but – Anything is possible. There you go. Oh, another right. perfect segue. So, the last game in which, you know, the bowl, I wish just both teams could have lost. But, you know, one of them had to. And everyone on this call got it correct because Austin picked the Saints. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know who wants to start here first. I just, I mean, if, if, if you know, y'all can decide that. 
But re- regardless, I'm going to just say, man, I mean, you know, and I'm going to keep it 1,000 here. This is no shade, no disrespect, anything. Shout out to Drew Brees, you know, an amazing career, Hall of Famer. I'm I'm not going to put any disrespect on him as far as right here, you know. You know, I was upset when he came to my division, came on the Super Bowl, but hey. <laughs> Ken, nah, I want you're free to start if you want. I want to get the nice stuff out before I get the petty in, you know? Oh, yeah. Say, hey. Um, I I don't know why you guys picked the Bucks, but I picked the Bucks simply because we, we know how tough it is to beat a team three times in a yeah, season. Yeah, that's what I said. You last know, week. Um, it's, it's hardly ever done, if ever. And uh, shout out to Michael Thomas um, <laughs> for playing Hurt. Oh, I hated man. how it ended, not for the Saints, but for Drew Brees. Um, in my opinion, and I, and I get a lot of flack for it, but in my opinion, you know, he, he's the best to ever do it. Um, you have said so. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's – and, and again, that's just my opinion. Obviously, people are going to differ, and, and some might laugh at me for it, but he hasn't had the staff that Brady's had or the weapons that Brady's had, and he's – still rewrote the record books multiple different times. And I think when you have a, uh, when you have a quarterback like that, he, he's the prime example why I'm worried about the Eagles giving away Carson Wentz because he was with the chargers and he was mediocre. They got rid of him and, you know, look what they did. I, I think if he had a coach better than Sean Payton, he might've been able to, to have another ring, maybe two. Um, but you know, regardless of how you feel about the Saints and, and, and how you feel about their whiny-ass fan base, um, Drew Brees is without a doubt a first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. And to be able, you know, I, I always kind of look at it today as like my dad watched Randall Cunningham growing up, right? My dad watched Randall Cunningham. Um, you know, I, 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 I you know, spent my 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 school years watching greats like, you know, Ray Lewis and all that. Again, going back to my dad, he had John Elway. Um, and, I mean, you have all these legends of the game that our parents were like, yeah, like, you know, I remember this game, yada, 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 yada. But I know that, like, when I have kids, I'm going to tell them, yeah, like, Drew Brees was that fucking dude. Like, <laughs> you give that man down four with a minute and a half left him and Aaron Rodgers are the only two quarterbacks. I know that if they had a minute and a half with no timeouts and they were down by four, they were getting in the end zone every single fucking time. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see where the saints go from here. Um, I think LASIK Jamius will be a a good pick, but I'm going to get on him in a second. It'll, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I hope, I hope new Orleans has all the crab legs in the world for that man. Uh, Jack, you got anything before I uh, throw a comment in about another team? Um, just going back to what Keto was saying when he first let off, and we talked about this at length last week. We all three agreed it's hard to do the three out of three on any one in any season. Um, and then the the side kicker for me is Brady, and it's fucking Tom Brady. Um, I respect the hell out of Drew Brees especially for coming back from literal Tommy John surgery, which football players don't usually get. (laughs) And then having the resurgence and the literal 
you know, first ballot Hall of Fame career that he has had, um, it's clear he's done. I mean, I I hope for his sake he retires because he is he's been throwing ducks for a little while. Granted, you know, still recovering from like literally half his ribs being broken. Yeah, but true. It, it's still a shame that he's gonna he's gonna retire with the passing record yards wise, and then Brady's still gonna beat it because he's gonna play for like another three years. Um, and the fact that he got erased in this game by that is a bit of a shame to his legacy. Um, but the the Bucks played a better game, and their defense came through in a tremendous way. Shout out Devin White. I feel that one, man. You know, it was it was it was real. It was you know it was, it was a lot of it because. Oh my god! I hate this. <laughs> He was not playing with y'all. He had Nas a couple weeks ago. I can't remember who it was last week. And now 50 Cent, he's not playing with y'all. I low-key think he has a little black boy locked up in his basement. Just Oh, my God. He's it's running the for the frozen tundra. I'm, I'm, I'm really not going to lie. Like he, 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 has to, he has to have somebody in his basement. He's older than 15. Is that Tony um, Brown? That's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. That has Antonio. I mean, well, from an offensive and, standpoint, this game was not a shootout, to say the least, or whatever. Don't let the score fool people. You know what I'm saying? People who didn't watch this. Leonard Fournette is doing what Fournette should it, like what what he what he was supposed to do, you know, coming out of LSU. Um Jones like played a couple snaps and everything, but he's still clearly hurt. Can I pause real quick? Yeah. Go ahead. Is it safe to call Fournette a bust? I never thought he was a bust. I just thought him and Jacksonville didn't work out. I'm just saying compared to what he did in at LSU. I mean, because his first couple of years in Jacksonville, he was good. Mm. But that motherfucker was uh I'm about to say, I feel like at LSU or whatever, that was uh that was the Lance Stevenson, you know what I'm saying? Like high school version when he was older than everybody else. Bro. And it just caught up to him. No, yeah, I'm about to say, like, <laughs> really, bro, he was playing NCAA on on on, on freshmen and just kind of doing whatever he wanted. They went and, all NCAA on his ass. Ain't the draft, and then he exported the draft class to Madden and just wasn't as good. That's all it was. Um, what about the, let me see, because Breeze threw three picks. Mm -hmm. That was wild enough. But then like the one play where old buddy just like punched the ball right out. I'm just like, yo, this, this Tampa defense, is this what I've been hearing about all year? I think they've ebbed and flowed through the year. Um, like they they were getting talked about a lot earlier around the season and I don't know if it's lived up to the hype through the entire season, but if this is what they're going to be for the rest of the playoffs, I, I personally don't think they go much further, but, um, you know, they're, they, they stepped up to the level and a lot of that could be rivalry related to. I have a confession to make too. What's up? Since about week 15, I have been finding myself 
not supporting it, but if it happened, I wouldn't mind it. And that if, is? If Brady ended up winning a Super Bowl oh, man. with the Bucks, I mean, yeah, there are some people that would be like, oh, fucking Brady. You gotta... I wouldn't mind that at all. I, I really don't think I would. Especially in the year where the Patriots didn't make a Super Bowl. Because, you know me, I'm the first to call myself out on my mistakes and my, and, and, and my misconceptions. I firmly thought before the season started that we were going to see that Tom was Tom because of Belichick. And not Belichick was Belichick because of Tom. But yeah. it is – and I think a lot of us shared that. But – it's it's becoming more and more evident that Tom's just a bad motherfucker, dude. He really is. Now, coaching's a different a little bit different than quarterbacking because Tom still has everything that, you know, Billichek's taught him throughout the years and you know, now he has to find a new guy, but I mean, right. I don't know. I mean, it would be nice just to see it, it would be nice to see Brady do it. And then retire. Jack, before I get your thoughts on that, um, can I play the Brady video again? Oh God. No, uh, go ahead, Jack. Go ahead, Jack. I'm playing. <laughs> go ahead. Um, I think there was a mutual appreciation between the two men that they both wanted to split ways to prove their own point. Right. Um I think that Tom is ahead of the game right now because he's showing you know, when he's in control of a good offense, which Bill was unable to provide him for a uh-huh. number of seasons now um, that he can do his thing even at the elderly age relative to a football player that he actually is. Um, I wouldn't count Bill out by any means just because Bill's success goes back to the fucking 80s. So yeah. it's, it's not like he can be discounted as a coach by one season by Brady no. playing in an offense where he can actually excel. Uh, I think it speaks more to the poor job that Bill did as a GM more recently than he's done as a coach. <laughs> yeah, um, and and I, I think we also all need to acknowledge that Cam Newton was not his first choice. I don't I don't think when the season started he 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 thought he was going to be ending up with Sir Camuel Newton, but. I just I just want to say about that real quick and everything before you just slid right by. I mean, hey man, he, he I feel like he he got us all excited or whatever. Some of us excited, you know. He came up there, or whatever. He had his he had his hype video. He had Kurt Franklin on in the background. He's right. about to inspire me to do one with Karen Clark Shear. You know, he had the gospel playing. He said, "Yo, y'all counting me out. Y'all thought I was down." And it was like, uh. it was like, like okay. <laughs> But, I think there might have been a little bit of a misconception when it came to Cam going to New England that he would be the passer that we expected him to be. He was definitely the rusher. If he still was able to control his game on both fronts, I think they would have been a lot more successful. I don't know about playoff bound, but also, a lot what if successful. he never got COVID? I don't know. Uh, that's one a, thing, that's a one fair thing point. that was nice was, you know, even not just looking at Bill, I think a lot of other Patriots players got exposed. It was a bit. It was a little bit of a harder. I told schedule. you a lot of them didn't play too. So like, it, it was it was a little bit of a harder schedule. Uh, a lot is relative though. I know, but you really you you're saying this because of one cornerback that you particularly don't like. 
the hype oh, around no. him. I mean, the hype around not him, not himself, but the hype. It's around not necessarily him. that I don't like him, but I mean, this season he wasn't even top ten, mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone was ready to crown him at the end of last year. So, and and you know, there's a certain man. I don't know if he's gonna listen to this episode or not, but you kicked me out of a group because of my head scratching takes. That was my head scratching takes, and I was right about it. So suck my dick from the back. But he wish I knew who he was talking about. He won't tell me. <laughs> also, um, Julian Edelman looked painfully average. And old. And old. Um, Sony Michelle, okay, he had a couple good games, but eh, you know. Um, it, it, th- th- there was just a lot about the offense that, like I said, I was ready to give Bill and be like, bro, Tom's going to fucking flunk in Tampa Bay. And then Rob Gronkowski came out of retirement. I'm like, oh, cool. And Still mad about that. Injury, and he has this injury-prone giant. But I was wrong, and I'll, I'll be the first to admit it. And like, like Jack said, we need to be careful about chastising after one season. But – can I say about Gronk? I still think he needs to go back to, you know, being 24-7 champion. But go ahead. Yeah, we know. But yeah, it was, we saw it. It was definitely a uh, – I think this season was definitely a, oh, okay, kind of season. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I, I, I think there's definitely something when it comes to Brady wanting to change scenery – not only from the perspective of he wants to idolize his idol or um, be held in the same regard to Joe Montana, being able to change conferences and make a big run the same way he, you know, Montana did with the Chiefs. Um, you know, he wants to prove a point about his game, his ability. And then on top of that, you know, if you go down to Florida, be a true Florida man, having a good time with your teammates, there's something to be said about that and like waking your game back up. Yeah, and we see a lot of players that end up, especially, it's crazy because in a pandemic, so we've seen a lot of players in the past who go to a new team, and sometimes they take half a season or season or season and a half before they really fit in. Sometimes they don't fit in at all, and they don't look good, i.e. Namdi Asamuga in Philadelphia. <laughs> Everyone's but, just catching strings. <laughs> but what's crazy? True though. What's crazy for me is in a year where we have seen the strictest protocols on having to stay away from people, we haven't seen that as much. Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs talked about the moment he was traded, they couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't practice for another two or three months. So the moment he was traded the next day, Josh Allen added Stefan on PlayStation and they were playing Warzone. Yep. And, and they did that almost every day for like two months before they could finally practice together. And you see, and you can literally watch their on-field chemistry. So you have yep. that. And something else can be said for Brady in Tampa Bay. It was like say- as, as soon as he got to Tampa Bay, Godwin, Evans, I mean, he already knew Gronk, but Godwin's, Evans, Arians, you know, they look good. And and they, they looked like they were they were in and every question you know, Arians was like, "Yep, that's Tom's decision." <laughs> yep, that's yeah, Tom's can decision. I can I say something about that because it's it's kind of funny. I was literally having a convo with my girl about this because she asked, like, you know, 
who's Brady talked to the most? Is it the like head coach or what? And I said, um, probably the OC, like yeah. the offensive coordinator and everything. And she's like, oh, well, who's that? And I had to explain to her, oh, yeah, it was, it's this guy, Byron Leftwich. He has to play for mm-hmm. the uh, Jaguars back in the day. And I was like, let me look it up, matter of fact. he, Oh, he's, in fact, younger than Brady. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I just it's let him know Byron Leftwich is 41. It's like Kellen Moore with, with Dallas. True. Guys like Kellen's is still in his thirties, right? The, yeah, the dude's in his early thirties. Dude's young as hell. Dude's younger yeah. than over so half the fucking in the NFL. And so, you know, I I, I think we had we haven't seen that refractory period that we normally see in in this year's NFL, and it blows my fucking mind. But to end this. Bruce Arians' prophecy was correct, if you guys remember. I say it exactly because I only remember like one thing that I heard. Like when uh, asked if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers could win with a new quarterback, Bruce Arians responded with, "Oh God, Darius Winston was still there." Bruce Arians responded with, "Yeah, if we can win with this quarterback, we can win with anybody." I forgot about that one. I was going to say, sure enough. I was going to say what he said about, uh, you know, this isn't no, oh, we're taking it week by week. Like, nah, we're Super Bowl or bust. Do you think we're going to have another 30 for 30 watch next year? Uh, hey, matter of fact, yeah, let's, let, let's, let's, only let's, let's speak on that because that play, when I said, Jameis, yo, when I, was <laughs> you, I was looking, I'm like, why in the fuck did that man just sneak downfield or whatever? I mean, I mean, hey, it was one throw. <laughs> But Jameis hype, yo. Just that hey, basic boy. If you just leave my division, I'm telling you, I'll become. I'll, I'm not gonna get a jersey, but I will become a fan if he will leave my division. I was a fan of Florida State, bro. If he just leave the division, that's all I say. If he, although I don't necessarily care for him because of things at Florida State. But oh my God, he was a kid. I know, but still, I'm saying. How the case was handled is my is my issue. However, uh, digressing, he looked good, and when you think about it, he has a higher passer rating than Brady. So, oh, also and better thing, than Lamar. To, to clear, Jesus Christ, to clarify things, I was talking about crab legs and everything, and not the other situation. Good Lord, that one just uh, popped back yeah, in my yeah, head. Yeah. See, I was I was like, we were talking crab legs, kiddo. We won't go. Good Lord, God, God. Um. <laughs> We yeah, we got to think. Left- no means yes. Yes means anal. Uh, Jesus Christ. I'm uh, going to psycho off that real quick just to make one more point, just to Keto's point about um, yeah. the lack of latency between big players changing teams. The Ooh, amount of latency. strays that. Someone passed their SAT. Yeah, let, yeah we can talk about scores later. Um, <laughs> um, when DeAndre Hopkins got traded the amount of um, strays he caught from the fantasy football community about how hard it would be in this offseason to connect with Kyler Murray, and it was a total like fallacy, and it happened very quickly. Uh, maybe it doesn't take so long when greatness meets greatness to get on the same page together, especially oh, yeah. on the practice field. Iron Stark is iron. I like um, We good on these games before we get to these conference championships. Let's get it, baby girl. Yo! All right, so our first one, our first one, our first one. I want to make sure I double check and everything because 
you already know one is Fox and one is CBS. I want to make sure I get the right one for which team. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the first game for the NFC, the Buccaneers, like he said, traveling to Lambeau to play the Packers. Fox, you got all Troy Aikman. When I say, I mean, just it's going to be all out there. Keto, go ahead. I mean, just turn the, turn the volume all the way up. When I tell you, I will literally have it up on my PlayStation and playing Spotify over Troy Aikman's voice. <laughs> oh, oh, super side note. Well, before we move on, um, I forgot. Um, I guess if I if I am keeping tally, it doesn't really matter. It's whatever. Um, me and Kettle went four and zero this week. Austin and Jack, you know, coming in the rear three and one. Both of you. Ooh. I don't feel bad about it. But overall, you know, me and Jack tied for first place at eight and two. Keto at six and four. And then he who shall not be named, you know, like the real ghost Austin this time, you know, not even joke one. <laughs> Still coming in the rear at five and five. Hey, if you can hear this, if you got enough money, um, make a collect call. Shout out you. Don't pass go. Don't collect $200. Yeah, do not pass go. <laughs> do not collect $200. Go straight to jail. Because I know you are at home right now with a facial mask on you. So, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Troy Eggman's going to talk about this first game. But since we are on it, guys, who is favored? And by how much? One of you has to go first one time, and the other one has to go first the other time. So I'm going to let y'all decide. Who's favorite and by how much? Bucks, Packers, in Lambo. Who wants to go first? Go ahead, Jackie, baby. Packers, three and a half. Packers, mm. three. Keto. Hit it exactly, three. Packers. Nice. A little bit of suspense. Um, Austin did send me his pick. He selected Green Bay here. Did Morgan let him? <laughs> okay, let me stop. Um, the strays. Jack, I'm like gonna let you don't listen to it. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't listen. He a fake fan. Wow. Uh, Jack, you want to go next, or should I like give why I'm picking whichever team? I mean, this um, is the Hall of Fame battle. This is gonna, this is gonna. I, I, I get the feeling this is a game that's gonna go down in history. Like this <sighs> game will have an, this game will have an NFL films in about five years. It will have an NFL films movie. Oh God! Imagine if it snows too. It's gonna be. Oh man. All right. I, I'll, I'll. I don't have a lot to say. So here's what I'll say. Okay. We all know that Tom Brady has the pedigree to play in a place like Lambeau when it comes to the cold and the cold should be a factor. It Mm -hmm. doesn't really, if it's a day game, a night game, it doesn't matter. It will be fucking cold in Lambeau. I don't feel that the bucks, the rest of the roster is going to be able to keep up with that. Um, I think it was the week 16 game that it snowed in Lambeau and Devante was running like uncontrollably across the field and everyone else was slipping 
there's something to be said about the experience playing in Lambeau when it comes to those kind of factors. And for that reason, I'm taking the Packers. All right. Before we get to KSP, um, Jack took a lot of my points. So, yeah, I hell yeah. I'm just going to say now I trust playoff Brady. I do. Mm-hmm. And this is no slander on uh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, playoff Rodgers, you know, everything I'm going to say. But, like, Rodgers is just locked in right now, man. Oh, and he wants that MVP. If he hasn't already gotten it, but I mean, right. you know, I've heard Chiefs fans have kind of been like, well, you know, our guy, whatever, didn't have to do it in 17 weeks, but you know, I don't care either way. I feel like that speaks more to being an MVP. He, 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 they needed him and he still came through. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Sometimes or whatever, I, I just look at it like, can this Bucks team do this again. And just for that, I'm going to choose Green Bay. Now, if it's the opposite way, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm super shocked. This could go either way. But give me Green Bay here. Aaron makes it to a second Super Bowl. Who well, you got, I'm, Keto? And what is the KSP for the NFC champion? Won't this be his third Super Bowl? It is would be third, wouldn't it? Because didn't they lose to? Because they beat I, Pittsburgh, but I, I think it's their third, but I can't remember who they would have played and lost yeah, to. You and me both. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Um. I'm gonna go out on on a on a little bit of a limb here, and digress <sighs> from one uh, Darius Bryant. Okay. And say that it cannot go either way oh shit okay jack brought up the most important point and that is the fact that you are in lambo in late january <laughs> one thing that brady has done and one thing that brady has done extraordinarily well is you can tell he has been giving information and knowledge to a lot of the young guys as well as the seasoned guys on the team of, uh, you know, in, in, in Tampa Bay. And I think that's one thing to, to acknowledge. And, you know, that, that, that definitely adds to his greatness. Um, however, one thing that you cannot teach somebody is how to play and prosper in the cold. So while Brady 110% has that experience, no one else on the team does. It, it, it's honestly, honestly and truly, it's like, um, uh, what's his face? Oh, God. It's like golf. Yeah. That's, Can't that's play outside really, of California. That, that's really who it reminds me of. It reminds me of Jared Goff. And um, that's. It's just it's it's too much for me to overlook at this point. Brady's going to do well, but it's going to be hard. Now, again, this goes back to me being able to tell my kids, oh, yeah, well, when I saw him play, it was phenomenal. Tom Brady is Tom Brady. Yeah. You know, there's, there, there, there's no telling what's going to happen and how it's going to happen. However, I don't see the rest of the team following Brady um, and, and doing half of what that man wants them to do because of 
because of how cold it is and how the conditions going to be, it's it's going to be just like Lamar uh, in in Buffalo. Um, <laughs> so we got Green Bay unanimous. Yeah. So with 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 that being said, with that long monologue, I apologize. <laughs> um, but but w- yeah, with that being said, I'm going to go Green Bay, and I'm going to go Green Bay, thirty four to twenty seven. Okay. I like the KSP. I like it. But it will still be a game to go down in, 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 in history. There will definitely be a films, for sure. And again, to yeah. your point earlier, Keto, it, it's it's a lack of experience in a multitude of ways when it comes to the Bucks. Brady yeah. has it. It, it. It's hard to catch passes from Brady in Lambeau. Uh-huh. I'm going to just say, too, I've, um, I looked it up. He has only been in one Super Bowl. He's, oh, damn. He's made it to a lot of NFC Championship games, but they've lost to the Falcons, lost to the Niners, well, uh, lost to Seattle. The Giants beat them in the divisional, I think. Yeah. One year. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah, as far as like, like a, you know. It was like a wild, stupid upset. But it's only been one Super Bowl appearance and victory, and that was 2011. Yep. That was against the uh, the Steelers. Yep. Because yep. that was the year after the Steelers uh, Cardinals. beat Arizona. Yep. I'm about to say, because I'm not going to mention the teams that they beat. It, it's close to home for one of us. Oh, boy. You didn't have to. I mean, I, I'm just saying. I didn't mention which one. I mean. <laughs> so, for the next game, for the AFC championship 6 30 this you know cbs romo it's gonna be a great one commentary you know we'll see depending on Mahomes and all this but like we say we feel like it's still gonna be a good game we got i would sell one of my sister's souls just so tony romo did both of the games and i wouldn't have to listen to troy aikman for one of them tell us which one coward Ooh, now i'm messing i'm about to say i have seven of them so, I've got please, please don't, don't say you don't have. To. Don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm, trolling, I'm trolling them. I'm trolling them. I, I just, I, I feel like I know which one. But now I'm messing. I'm messing. I'm messing. It ain't Elena. Elena, if you hear this, you say. Oh man. <laughs> um. You know, Griselda, 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 and you know the Bills of Buffalo going to Arrowhead to play against the Chiefs. <laughs> Who is favored and by how much keto? I want to say Buffalo, um, but I'm going to go off the assumption that Patrick Mahomes is playing, at least for the at least for the sake of the over under. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say. I'm going to say Chiefs by three. All right, Jack? <sighs> Shit. Uh, yeah, I mentioned that earlier. It. I wonder how the Mahomes part of this is going to play into the line. Um, I don't know if I really want to hedge on that, though. So. Do it, coward. If we assume that Mahomes is going to play, 
then I'm going to go again with the favorites and then Chiefs, and I'm going to use the same line, three and a half. Well, once again, Keto hit it exactly. Chiefs, three. I can't be stopped, bro. Jack, when I tell you every time you get one of these wrong, my dick gets that much harder. Hey, and I won't call you out like every Bill Simmons fan and say you cheat on the line, so I pr- I respect you. I appreciate it. I I, 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 <laughs> I respect the game too much to cheat, quite honestly. I, I, no, I, I, I'm joking. That, that was a joke. Oh, no. Austin, Austin gets on me every week. I'll be, I'll be sitting in front of this man on Facebook, and he'll be like, oh, he's looking at the line. I'm like... <laughs> Literally. Look, he's not even looking at the rest of us. He's looking at his phone. <laughs> like, yeah. shit. No, I respect the game. I, I, I kind of want to hedge the other way and go closer to the, like, like say, Chiefs one and a half if we're going to hedge on the Henny thing. But I, I I would be shocked if they don't clear Mahomes for the game. I mean, since he's at three, I was like, well, shit, I got to entertain Jack, but Kato's already well, got then it. If, if we're going to sit here and talk about cowards, Colin Coward um, oh. suggested that the AFC or the NFL <laughs> um, postpones the AFC championship game so Patrick Mahomes can play. Yeah, that's a cowardly opinion. Yeah, that that is. I I have never wanted to hit somebody in my entire life. I wa- I wanted to hit him more than I actually aim to want to hit him on a daily basis, and that's a lot. I can't. How much? That. How much FS1 do you watch? Uh, see, he, he does. Clips, he sees little clips on Twitter and gets mad. That's his ghetto. <laughs> yeah, the clips pop up on my. You'll see something for like two minutes and be Twitter. like raged. And then, and then every once in a while, I see a Nick Wright clip, and I realize I hate him more than Colin Coward. But hey, you know that's my guy, bro. <laughs> Nick Wright is a fucking cock. I cannot. No, you know, everyone knows why I like Nick Wright. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know what's weaker—the fact that um, you have a strong opinion on Coward, or the fact that I know he's on FS1. I mean, he was one of the first people to leave, I think, or something. I don't know. Oh. I just remember him dipping out one day. Yep. Or not seeing him on my TV one day. We all we know that by this time of the podcast my jokes are terrible. So it's all good. Um <laughs> before we get to the picks, Austin hit me and he has selected Buffalo. Ooh. So now, Mook, you want to talk about games that can go either way? Yeah. This is one of those games that can go either way. Jack, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get this one off and everything, and I'm gonna let you go for KSP last. Um, sure. I've I've been rocking with them since week one. I've been saying they've been on autopilot. They've been waiting for this moment. Now I'm sure they weren't expecting a Mahomes injury. I mean, my man was literally out there looking like he, you know, slipping, falling. I can't get up at one point, and it was bad. But hey, who knows? I'm just gonna say. Bro. Patrick Mahomes got up like he activated a drunk cheat on Grand Theft Auto. I hate so much. <laughs> God bless. Um, I would be, I would, I would be fake to just go ahead and switch up now. I mean, and I get Buffalo is looking really good. They have not lost since the, you know, the Hail Murray. But I've been saying Chiefs. I've been saying I don't think it's anyone else but the Chiefs. If the Chiefs are at their powers, which I mean, they're not going to be 100, percent you know, tapped in, then you know, full. You know, Chaos Emerald and all that stuff. For my people who understand that reference. But Sonic. I, I, there you go. I got I to go Kansas City here. Jack, what I, you got, man? I, re- 
I respect your commitment, if nothing else, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, if I'm wrong, cool. I'll be wrong, whatever. I can afford to take um a loss. Because I picked the Chiefs at the beginning of the year, right along with you. You did. Uh huh. I also we- picked the Chiefs at the beginning of last year, but I'm not going to my own horn. That would just be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You you said, hey, I think this is the year or whatever. Like, last year was just a little calling card. Even when MJ's... You know what? Never mind. <clears throat> Jack, go ahead and give us your pick. Um, I respect the hell out of what Buffalo's put together this year. The fact that their last loss was the Hale-Murray almost speaks to the fact that they probably shouldn't have even lost that game. They've been the hottest team coming into the playoffs, bar none. The Chiefs have been slow in the first half all year. I don't necessarily think that means that's going to turn the tide of the game, but I don't care whether Mahomes plays or not. I'm picking the Bills. Okay. Two for Buffalo. Griselda. Are you you excited? Because, you know, Griselda gave us a little compilation album. Jack, I know you've had it on repeat. Yeah, you know, I'm so hip with the kids. I'm down with the music today. Hip with the kids. They're older than me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um again i picked against the bills last week and i regret it so um as much as it's stupid to pick against the chiefs uh i'm rocking with the bills i'm gonna need you to pick the chiefs because i want the bills to make it hey i I picked the bills before you go in i just want to say one time in um one of our group chats i sent them a um a conway album and no one replied back so i was like yeah they don't understand what this is They're not us, bro. They're, it, they're not was, black it, was, like it was the Lulu album or whatever. Because uh, shout out, we talked about him earlier. Shout out to homie Calvin. He has a song Calvin on the album or whatever. And I was like, yo, but nobody else got it. So they're not yeah. black like us, bro. But go ahead, K. Go ahead. By the K. way, I'm on that group chat. So yeah. <laughs> let me squeeze. Let me squeeze. Yeah. Um. God, this sucks. Because just do it. You know, we. I know who you want to pick. Just do it. Fuck it, dude. Give me Buffalo. I knew. There we go. I'm riding here alone. But and and as as we discussed before, 110 percent one of those games that can and will go either way. Um, I can honestly see this coming down like um the. I can I, I can see this coming down to literally just one or two plays, a turnover I'm here or, or a turnover there or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. It's it's gonna be uh. It's gonna be interesting, and 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 I'm I'm excited for it, but uh. I gotta go Buffalo. I I've 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 been speaking on Buffalo all year. I picked Kansas City at the beginning of this year, but um, I think we all kind of – I don't want to say downplayed, but I think we, we, we may have overlooked the Bills and, and the progress they've made, especially Josh Allen. I mean, from year one to year, to, to year three. Granted, did I imagine that he would be the best quarterback to come out of the draft class? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you you said that. I mean, yeah, I remember that one. But did I expect him to have this kind of progress this early on? Absolutely not. And um, if there was a most improved player over the course of multiple seasons, he would have won it this year. Yeah, one hundred and ten percent. And 
I think um, as well as us looking over Josh Allen, we overlooked the addition of Stephon Diggs, excuse me, um, and, and, and the, the, the sheer firepower that that man brings to that team. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I, I think I got to go Buffalo. What is the KSP for your AFC champion, Bills Mafia? Bills Mafia, I love you. I've been riding with you. So when y'all inevitably take over the United States and storm every state capital like D.C., um, just know that I had your back. Um, On another note, you could probably take half of that fan base and send them to defend the capital. They do a better job than whoever was up there. They just Carolina light because everybody from Carolina went there. I'm sorry. Yikes. Um. Anyways, uh, I'm going to go the Buffalo Bills over the Chad Henney Chiefs. Put some respect on them. I'm gonna say 31 to 27. I like that. One thing about the Chiefs is you know they've been a uh, They've been good all year, but their offense has been able to make up for what their defense lacked. And as much as as poorly as the Bills' defense played early in the year, I think they picked it up a lot coming oh, down the stretch. Together, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. And if there's one thing that's for certain, Kansas City ain't about to be as cold as Buffalo is. Nah. Nah. What, what I what I was gonna say, if there's one thing for certain, that U.S. Capitol joke could age very poorly by tomorrow. Oh God! <laughs> you guys will be listening to that today, so I mean, hey, you know, <laughs> bro, I'm gonna have the damn FBI like knocking on my. How did you know? <laughs> it was mm. self-evident, as all truths are. In America. God. Um, I'm really about to get the fuck out of here, yo. <laughs> um, we got any uh, closing thoughts or anything before we get up out of here, guys? No, nah, I'm honestly fixing to just take a cough drop and go to bed. Hoping I feel better tomorrow. Best wishes, man. Best wishes. I Real shit. It. Uh, Jack, no. you got anything? No, nah, man. I am... <clears throat> I was hoping the games last week were going to be good. I think for the most part they were, especially the Sunday games. And I'm hoping this weekend they're even better. All right. I'm going to go ahead and end this episode off. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to tease something or I'm, I'm going to wait. So after we, you know, we end this call and I, I talk to the homies a little bit to figure some things out before I tease anything. See, so, I was going to you know, say something, but I feel yeah, like yeah, tease. Yeah. Go Just, what I was, yeah. Yeah. If the people get it, Hey, they'll be blessed. If they don't, hey, you know what I'm saying? They still blessed. Still blessed or whatever. You know, more content or whatever. You know what I'm saying? We, we got a little exclusive interview coming up or whatever. But that's ain't football. That's more music related. But hey, you know, just ex- expand. If you're not listening to just all the stuff you're going to hear, don't bite your tongue with Mookie. You know? Y'all y'all just wait till we get cameras on don't bite your tongue. It'll be over. Yeah, y'all yeah. will see an actual assault because Keto's going to push me one day. <laughs> I'm telling you. Hey, it'll be that, great for the World Star. That's a camera, so I'll actually have footage. <laughs> because um, we all know Moot talks a big game, but he ain't going to do nothing. 
world star. Guys, he's he also has not been to my crib in God knows how long, or whatever. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, that's for a reason. <laughs> but with that one being said, man, you know, um, remember, like always, guys, to rate, like, comment, subscribe, leave five stars on that bad boy, you know. Tell a friend, and they're gonna tell another friend, and then they tell another one. Hey, you know, hey, top five, top five, top five, Wu Tang Shadow Boxing, you know, all this stuff, Griselda, all that, you know. Um, like I said, we, we're giving y'all four pods this week. Hopefully, you know, we can see how everything goes or whatever. I hate to throw stuff out there. You're definitely getting three. I mean, shit, you know, but uh. Uh, me and the homie Don, we dropped a music episode. It was a little bit late, but hey, it's all cool. It's still out there. Check that one out. That one dropped. Hey, it is Don. already in your phones. If you got this far, hit us up on Twitter. Everyone except for Jack, who is not on Twitter, who always say, you know, Twitterless Jack. Okay. Follow him on IG, though. You know? Yeah, I'm on the gram. <laughs> um, Thursday, oh, we have a new... on your post, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, actually, no. Don't look at my history. Th- Thursday, we have a new Sometimey Gamers. Uh, shout out to the homie Carson. You know, Carson's daily. We went all everything Twitch and just him getting into every, you know, all his Twitch and gaming and all that stuff, classics. And, you know, ending off the week, Friday, it's still real to us. Damn it. Hopefully going to have a full house back together on the road to the 2021 Royal Rumble. So. so basically what you're saying is this is the last sports podcast you're doing this week. Yo. Any, anyways. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anti, anti-ways. Jam-packed NFL playoffs edition. Another great episode. <sighs> oh, you feel that? Live from the nosebleeds, man. And with that being said, Coco is like waking up from his one of his naps or whatever again. So hey, one of his naps. Good God. Yeah, you know how he is. You know he'll do the shit with sleep all day. That's Jack. Yo. He goes by Keto. Wagwan. H underscore Keto nineteen or whatever for Bills Mafia. If you guys want to get at him and not me and everything, he will be in the bio. Ninety seven. Ninety seven. <laughs> and Bills Mafia, I Bills Mafia ain't got no beef with me. No, they do not. That is true, because we were actually putting on for Griselda before they knew about who it was. High key. High key, actually. But, you know. Sorry. We put on for Griselda before. Yeah, actually, you're right. Before half of Buffalo knew who the fuck they were. Fast, remember, um, I showed y'all that video of them at the um, Hip Hop Awards. The other half of Buffalo was still listening to, like, fucking Garth Brooks and shit. And, man, you look, you hadn't even gotten to Greenville yet. Oh, shit, I hadn't gotten to Greenville yet when that happened. Griselda. But, I go by Mookie. And until next time. RP Pop Smoke. Always. To let us out.